welcome. I am so glad you're here. I'm your host, Meg Berryman, and you are listening to the Beyond Being Well podcast, a show dedicated to helping women leaders like you take your wellness journey to your wholeness journey and beyond. Join me as we explore relationships, work, money, health, and purpose, and interview the best of the best in women's empowerment so that you can love deeply, expand fully, and contribute to a better tomorrow. So let's get cozy, settle in, and dive straight into the magic. Hello and welcome to Season 2, Episode 5 of the Beyond Being Well podcast. I'm Meg and today is all about finding your mama magic. I wanted this episode to be a masterclass, which means that It's really an opportunity for you to dive deep and do some work as if we were sitting in circle or doing a one-on-one session. And the reason I'm doing this masterclass on this topic is because in a lot of my clients of late, I've been seeing similar patterns and I've also been seeing them in myself. And I think what so many of us are seeking is liberation from the ideals that we're kind of sold. And Uh, as mothers, that liberation really needs to come from doing some deep diving and doing some work. This is not something that can happen just through an intellectual process alone. And so this masterclass, I'm going to be sharing visualizations, practices, some journaling prompts. So if you can go and grab your journal now and a pen, that would be wonderful. And try and switch off all your other distractions just for half an hour so that we can start to change our perspectives on motherhood, awaken our inner leaders as mothers, and really connect with what it is that's most important for us and our families. If you're driving in the car, that's totally okay to make sure that you carve out some time later this afternoon or this evening or whenever you're listening to this to really um, deep dive and do your own analysis and take your own notes on what you've learned and embodied here in this masterclass. So what are we going to talk about today? Well, my intention for sharing this is to really shift your perspective I want you to leave this half an hour with a totally different embodied perspective on what motherhood is and who you are as a mother. I'm going to take you through some work in order to um, find your own mama essence and I'm going to ask you to keep a really open mind when we start to work with some of the limiting beliefs that come up around motherhood to be able to shift our perspective and land in a new place that's more authentic, more truthful and more aligned with our own um, values and our own intentions, we need to be willing to let go of some of the stories that have carried us thus far, not with guilt and shame, but with just true acknowledgement that they have served us and now it's time to move on. I believe that as women and mothers and parents, as a collective, we are ready to shed the martyrdom. We're ready to shed the competition. We're ready to shed the 
idea that we are parenting solely from our own wounds and protecting our kids from feelings that happened in our past, which keeps them and us in a perpetual cycle of guilt. And we're ready to really awaken this leadership as parents, to really own our value as parents and as mothers, to understand that this work this parenting journey is such an intrinsic part of social change and that our responsibilities are enormous um, and that we really see the value in it, which is why we're putting in the work to do it. But at the same time, we're shedding this idea that we need to burn out, that it's all about self-sacrifice, that our child's needs are more important than our own and that to be a good mother, in air quotes, we need to um, dive head first into all things parenting and leave nothing behind for ourselves or our partner or our friends or our work. And so there's some of the things that we're going to be exploring after diving into your mama essence and really connecting with that. I'm going to reorient you slightly so that you can begin to reference yourself and your own intuition on this motherhood journey, as opposed to referencing this external idea that you have of motherhood, whether that be something from your family of origin something that you're either replicating or trying to shy away from, whatever we are trying to resist in our family of origin story, we're actually recreating because we're focusing energy there, even if it's focusing on not perpetuating the same thing. So reorient us from these stories of the past, from these memories of our own abandonment and reorient us very much to internally what is our essence, what are our values, what is our legacy, what is our contribution, what are the things that we love to do as mothers and get that lens away from Instagram, away from the perfect mums and really acknowledge and find within us not only the value of the work that we're doing as mothers but really the deepest value on ourselves. And then lastly, we're going to talk about um, from that point of having discovered our mama essence, we're going to talk about your needs and how integral they are. And I'm going to share with you um, a framework for motherhood that is really different from anything you may have heard before. It's really helping you to connect with your innate feminine gifts and keeping you out of lack of what you think you aren't as a mother and trying to help you focus on what you are as a mother and what your capacity is just even being a parent and a woman, what your innate capacity already is. And once you understand what you already have as gifts without needing to do any workshops or, you know, go to therapy, you already have these gifts that are perfectly set up for you and your child, it's just about awakening them. Then you're going to find a lot more ease and a lot more flow and a lot less resistance and resentment in your motherhood journey. So let's come into the shared space. And if you can, I want you to close down your eyes. If you're driving, just keep them open, but can you soften your shoulders? And I want you to close your eyes and take a deep inhale through the nose. Exhale out the mouth. Letting energy sink down, buttocks sink down, shoulders sink down. Inhale through the nose. Exhale out the mouth. 
and continuing to take those big diaphragmatic breaths into the lungs, right down the, into the diaphragm and belly, and then exhaling, letting go of anything that is no longer welcome here. And as you continue to do that, I just want to offer a, an intention, a prayer for this masterclass. May we find the strength to look at our stories with openness and willingness. May we find the collective intention to let go of some of the stories that our mothers and our mothers' mothers had around parenting that we may be consciously or subconsciously replicating in everyday life. May we find within us the leadership that our um, children crave that firm, steadfast leadership with a soft, open heart. May we find the balance of being open and tender and vulnerable and compassionate, but also setting boundaries and articulating our needs so that they grow up understanding that owning their needs is really, really important. May we collectively and individually take responsibility and no longer stay stuck in a victim story of motherhood being too hard and um, giving away our power to external ideas of motherhood which don't really truly reflect our own authenticity and our own gifts. And may we give ourselves so much credit and so much compassion and love for showing up and doing this work and, you know, treading this path of conscious parenting which is, you know, really challenging and Equally, such a beautiful personal growth opportunity. So taking another inhale through your nose. Exhale out the mouth. Before we dive into finding your own mother essence, I wanted to share my own story about motherhood and how I've landed here and how I've come to conceptualize it really differently. So my daughter turns three next weekend and three years of such deep work in really um, owning and coming, being confronted with some of the ideas of what mother is based on all my own experiences with mothers, my own mother, seeing other people become mothers. And what I realize now is that coming into motherhood, I had a really deeply conflicted and um, what's the word? It was like a, it was a deconstructed, it was a shattered, disparate version of motherhood and what mother is. And on the one hand, I had all these ideals about what I wanted to be as a mother, but I couldn't overcome the subconscious patterning of what I had internally um, led to believe was a mother. And so I had a child that didn't sleep. Um, she slept every nap on me in a carrier for 11 months of her life. She didn't sleep at night. Um, she slept through maybe five times and she's three years old. And the sleep deprivation was the perfect learning curve for me to come uh, face to face with my anger and rage that I had suppressed for so long. Come face to face with the wild woman in me that I had um, kind of foregone in favor of being a good girl and seemed to be all together and so when I was confronted with this rage I was like this is not what a good mother is I don't like I'm a terrible mom and I started into this spiral of postnatal anxiety and my journey back from that has been one of really deeply learning and educating myself on conscious parenting aware parenting 
um, on educating myself about my feelings and really working with great therapists in order to fully expand into my authentic expression, whether that be angry or not, but without perhaps um, having an effect on my children or my child at the time. And what I came to learn through that process of owning my anger and getting comfortable with my feelings and uh, beginning to go through conscious parenting, which is all about really working with ourselves and our own triggers um, in order to be the best energetic space holders for our children, to be able to love them unconditionally and without projecting our own wounds onto them is that I began to realize that because of my own stories around um, being, I want to say abandoned, but, you know, being the, the times in my life where I felt like I maybe didn't have that nurturing mother figure, which is just a story because there's equally a story that I did have that. Um, but my perception at the time was that I didn't. And so I was parenting from this wound of me needing to be available to my daughter 24 hours a day um, for any demand and any need and that my own needs had to come separate. And I'd done a lot of kind of reading on attachment parenting. and I was very aware of how I was going to F up my my child if I didn't um, show up in this way that was all-consuming. And I realize now that what it was is that I was desperately uncomfortable with feelings and emotions and the expression of them. And so every time my child cried, it wasn't that I was trying to like have this strong attachment with her, although that's what consciously I was thinking. It was subconsciously, I can't hold this because I can't even hold this in myself. And so I'm going to breastfeed you a million times a day so you don't cry. And I'm not going to ever let you express tears and crying. And I and I don't think it's the fault of attachment parenting groups or anything per se. However, I will say that there is kind of this language around um, when we get to a point of desperation and our own feelings becoming so relegated that we begin to have um, symptoms of postnatal anxiety or depression or perhaps we're feeling resentful or having problems in our marriage, the advice that I was getting from some of those places was, well, you've just got to breastfeed harder. You've just got to co-sleep harder. You've just got to give more. And I didn't have anything left to give. And you can hear like the emotion in my voice when I say that. I had nothing left to give. I had given this infant my whole self based on a fear that I was going to stuff her up if I didn't. And But really what it was, it was a fear that, if she cried, that meant I was a bad parent. And if she cried, I couldn't handle the crying. And if she cried, that wasn't a natural, healthy expression of her stress relief. And thank goodness, somewhere along that path, I found aware parenting. And aware parenting is based on attachment theory, but it's really about understanding that children's way of processing stress and emo- and um, fear and any strong emotion is to release through crying, that that's one of their only ways to actually um, get rid of the tension in their bodies. And it mirrored my own experience of when I have a big cry and there's all this feeling coming up and up and up and up and up and 
you know, then I would release and I would have a cry and I would feel better. And I still do to this day. And so it made much more sense to me because it positioned the mother and the parent's needs equally, if not above that of the child. And that's not to say that we abandon our children or we let them cry or we let them you know, we don't attend to their needs. It just says that if their needs are attended to, if their nappy is full, um, clean and if if they're fed and if they're comforted and if they're um, in arms, then crying is perfectly natural and perfectly healthy. And we as parents shut that down because that's what how we were parented. And I don't think necessarily now with my second child where I allow her to cry and I hold her and I listen to her feelings and I allow her to cry until it's been expelled from her body. I really believe that. And and what do we know? Like she's, she's a wonderful sleeper because I'm not constantly trying to shove a boob in her mouth to, to silence her. And so I found aware parenting and I started to come out of this hole and I started to do therapy and I started to find myself again and my own needs. And my journey from there to here has been a really profound one of actually shifting from the mental work that I was doing to then the emotional work. And now I'm in this place of really concentrating my efforts on my energetic self as a mother and really about concentrating my efforts on where I know that I can show up beautifully and the gifts that I do have as a mother instead of constantly seeing all the ways in which I was failing as a mother and all the ways that I couldn't trust anyone else to look after my children and all the ways that I was completely um, valuable and I could, could be the only person in their lives, which is just another story, right, based on our own wounds. And so that's my story and I wonder whether you find any resonance, whether some of the things I've said trigger you. If they do, stay open, breathe. It's all part of the process because anything that you're triggered by in other parents or in your children is simply an opportunity, an invitation for you to go there, for you to feel that, for you to be like, why do I get so triggered about those mums who have who work and why do I get so triggered about those mums who have beautiful lunch boxes and why do I get so triggered of those mums who um, don't work like we all have these triggers and they're just invitations because nothing's right or wrong everything's in balance they're just invitations for us to be like what is it in myself that I'm not owning here what need am I not expressing what truth am I not saying and how can I get more authentic and aligned and congruent in my body which has the most profound and beautiful flow and effect to your family as well so let's move on to your mama essence and find that truth in you so if you can put down anything that you've been doing, maybe put your phone down and put the speakers on and we're just going to close down our eyes again and find that beautiful inhaling through the nose, exhaling out the mouth and we're going to allow our nervous system to settle enough that we can find truth because we can't find truth when we're in the fight or flight and when we're in our conscious brain. So we're just going to inhale 
And as we exhale, we're going to sink our buttocks down into the seat or our feet down into the earth. Exhaling, settling, almost like a coin dropping into a sea. Awareness sinking down into the physical body, down, 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 down into our pelvis. The magnetic pull of the earth pulling us down, grounding us. And from this place of energetically sinking, I want you to drop a cord from your tailbone down into the earth, an energetic cord. So imagine that there's these roots growing out from your tailbone, sinking through the floor, going right down into the center of the earth, and you are anchored. You are present. You are here. Keep breathing. Keep allowing those roots to go deeper. Placing your hand on your chest, I want you to bring to mind an ideal day with your kids. I want you to start to bring in into your imagination without any consciously thinking or trying to overthink it. I want you to bring an image of what your ideal day as a mother would look like. What would you be wearing? How would it start? What are the things you would do? How would you feel in your body? What energy would you be vibrating? How would you deal with challenge? How would your kids feel in response to you? Start to evoke this very unique blueprint of what it is that you have internalized or believe or even have a very subconscious kind of idea about what being a mother is to you. And feel it and see it in all its beautiful glory as if it was happening right now. Allow yourself to feel open in your chest and expansive as you explore this reality, which is only an energetic shift away. It already exists. You're just not seeing it. And how would it feel if this was your everyday Not that there wasn't challenge, but that you felt embodied and present. You felt good. You felt like what you had to offer was great. How would that feel? And so now from this deeply connected place, this open-hearted place, I want you to ask yourself what it is that you are as a mother. Ask, what is my mother essence? And there may be a feeling that comes. Underneath all the wounds and everything that you've embodied, what is your essence as a mother, your truth, your soul's expression as a mother? Because you were born to be a mother if you have children. What is that soul's expression trying to be without you trying to mold it into something you think it should be what's the essence the truth of it could be a word an image a sensation a feeling 
And if nothing's coming to you, soften your chest more. Let go, surrender this image to a greater consciousness and allow that voice to tell you, that reply to tell you, that soul to tell you what is your essence as a mother. I'll give you an example. My essence as a mother is that I am a healer. And that doesn't mean that I just nurse my kids when they're sick, although that's something I do enjoy. It means that I'm here to help them to overcome some of the limitations that women have embodied and girls have embodied. And I'm here to help them learn how to use herbs. And I'm here how to help them learn how to use their conscious mind in order to heal things. And that is my leadership and essence as a mother. And I'm here to teach them how to eat well and celebrate food and grow food. So what is your essence? And if nothing's coming to you, let that be an invitation that there are stories in the way, that there is something that you are resisting allowing to be expressed in yourself because you have this idea based on your own story of what a mother should be and you're not allowing that expression to come through so take a deep breath through the nose out the mouth we're taking some time now or later to write down your essence any words could be lots of words like nature conscious um, camping, adventure, like could be whatever words, images came to you, write them down and begin to explore what your truth as a mother is. And then we need to be prepared to let go of the other stuff that we are not. And there's real fear here, right? Because when we need to let go of the images of what we think mothers are or what other mothers are doing, we feel like that's vulnerable. But how does it feel to be trying to multitask and control everything? How is that working for your energy? How would it feel to just concentrate on expressing your essence and knowing that when you do, you're showing up so authentically and so congruently that you are teaching your kids to love themselves, to do just them be them. You're teaching them unconditionally, teaching them to let go of other people's expectations and you're really allowing them to shine because you feel good and you shine. Like being in a good mental state and mood, which comes from really knowing yourself and stepping into your body, really I can't overestimate how important that is as a mother because when you're emitting truth and, and cognizant, uh, sorry congruence, then they feel that and they respond to that. So letting that exercise go and any judgment or anxiety or like, I can't get it coming up, this is all just an invitation. We're just exploring, we're just playing and you are growing through this experience of this masterclass just because you've shown up for it and that speaks volumes. So the next thing we're going to do is we're going to get clear on the, we know your mother essence. And so what are the things that you really enjoy doing with your kids? What are the win-wins where you don't feel like you're getting resentful because you're constantly putting their needs first? 
But let me take a step back first and let me tell you what resentment represents. Firstly, it represents that you've got an, uh, a story around their needs being more important and that, that a mother's job is to let their children have everything they want, even if that means at the expense of us. And I really want you to start interrogating that story and actually asking whether that's true. Because I know when I resentfully do something with my kid, like play with her when I don't want to, what I'm sending her is a mixed vibrational signal. I'm saying, I actually don't want to do this. And they're picking up on that. But then you're doing it and then you're resenting them for having to do it. What's much more, um, I guess, truthful is to be able to find these situations where you and them can both have your needs met and you can all feel really good about it. So I'm going to invite you to explore that further. So either resentment means that you're putting their needs above your own and maybe that's a pattern in your life and I invite you to examine that. Or maybe it simply means, as in as in my case, when I feel resentment, it means that I have fallen into a pattern of controlling and uh, not being willing to feel my own emotions. And so often when I find myself in resentment and in this story of like, I do everything and no one supports me and, you know, those really cranky times when you're like, oh, I'm doing everything and oh, it's so hard and everyone wants everything from me and... I'm actually not valuing motherhood for what it is and I'm actually not being a leader in the house. I'm not actually taking charge. I'm being a victim and I'm in a victim story and it doesn't feel powerful. I've given power away to my children and I've given power away to my partner and I've given power away to society which expects us to do all that emotional labor and I'm actually not taking responsibility for my own energy and my own mood state and that's not a nice place to be. And I know you know what I'm talking about. So let's think about some win-wins. I want you to, in your journal, make a note of things that you love to do with your kids and then things that you know they love to do with you. So it might be that you love to cook with them, you love to sing with them, you love to take them on adventures. These are all mine, by the way. So use your own. You like to read books, you like to, and the things that you get energy from when you're hanging out with your kids. And then I want you to write down the things that they constantly ask you to do that sometimes you don't really want to do. And I want you to realize that the times that you constantly give in to their needs and prioritize your needs as second, I'm not saying that you have to always prioritize your needs, but there needs to be balance. They need to see that we are human and that we have needs and that sometimes those needs are going to rub up against their needs. And sometimes the challenge in that and the emotion that comes from that is actually the secret to their growth and to our growth, right? Like sometimes their needs are going to impinge on ours and that's okay. We don't need to fix it or solve it. We don't need to fix or think our way out of emotional discomfort because we're in relationship with our children, that there's a dynamic at play 
And so when we're in emotional discomfort because of something that they've done or their needs, and when they're in emotional discomfort because it's rubbing up against our needs, we don't need to fix that. That can just be if we have the capacity to hold space for that emotion and to allow it up and to pass, to allow the tantrum in both ourselves and them, to allow the hard conversations, to allow the you know, taking a few minutes out to deep breathe, to allow the discomfort to be there because your job as a mom is not to take all the discomfort away from your children. Your job is to help them learn how to navigate it and your job is to parent yourself through your own discomfort so that you can learn to parent them through it as well without taking it away or fixing it because that is not healthy in the long run and it's actually a projection. So... What are the things that they can do that what are the things that you can do with them based on those two lists which feel like win-wins? For example, can I listen to a podcast while we're doing Lego? Can we go for a walk and we go to the park when I'm getting my um, movement and they're getting their playtime? Can we cook, but can I let my daughter make a huge mess while we cook? And while I cook and while I get that need met and then she gets her need met for sensory play. Can I have some friends over and I just let the house get chaotic in order to have my social time with my friends? And can I get vulnerable enough to do that? Can we make something together? And can we, if I'm going to play, you know, with you for half an hour can we do something after that that's meeting mummy's need like doing some stretches or yoga it doesn't have to be an either or scenario there are opportunities every day where we get to express our mother essence and our truth and our needs and they get to see that but they also get their needs met and one of their needs is for true leadership and truth and authenticity And so the more you work on getting over this story that you need to be everything and you need to move, avoid all discomfort, the greater your capacity to hold your own emotion and theirs is. You can ride the waves without getting drawn into or triggered by their chaos. And that's the invitation here. Okay, so we've found our mama essence. We've done an exercise on getting your needs met and finding some win-wins. The last thing I want to explore is really about stepping into a powerful role and learning to value motherhood. So closing down your eyes again, I want you to start to inhale through the nose, exhale out the mouth. And as you inhale, I want you to call back all the power that is currently resting outside of yourself. So call it back by imagining blue tendrils of light coming in through your stomach, going all through your veins and your circulatory system, your digestive system, calling back all that power that's resting with other people, with your kids, with your um, friends, with your bosses, all the people that currently have some power over you because you've given it to them and you've been a victim. Call it all back and feel it literally lighting you up feel it making you solid and whole feel it making you valuable and worthy 
And as you do, I'm going to end this masterclass with a prayer and an invitation. So I invite you and I invite us to remember our truth as mothers, to remind ourselves of the value of motherhood, that you chose to do this because you value growth and you value purpose and you value legacy and you know that having kids is a beautiful way to express that. Remember why you did that and collectively we're going to remember the importance of what we're doing, not only for ourselves, but for our children and the planet more broadly. I want you to remember and activate now your leadership as a mum. I want you to remember you are leading and you are energetically able to lead and to shift energy in your house and to be there and to hold it all without needing to sacrifice yourself. The greatest gift you and I and we all can have is to be energetically open but firmly grounded and firmly rooted to the Mother Earth. I want us all to remind ourselves and to remember now that we activate this leadership and that we don't take on the role as victim anymore, that we take ownership for our choices and our stories and that we choose to collectively gift them back to the universal consciousness and to the earth and allow them to be alchemized into new, more empowering truths and stories. Finally, I invite us all to remember to tell each other that we are worthy, that what we're doing is valuable, that we value this work, that we are vulnerable enough to show up in our all our messy mama glory and we are willing to be in circle with other mothers in a wholehearted way without competing, without judging, without putting another down. There is room for all our perspectives. There is room for all our magic. There is room for all our essence. And our children, collectively, when they're meeting together in daycares and in play dates, that they are allowing and expressing all of our mama essences as well as their soul essences in the world. And that that's a beautiful thing. May you be grounded. May you be authentic. May you know what a wonderful job you are doing. I really hope that I get to connect with you soon. Bye. For more inspiration, connection, and exclusive invites to coaching and retreat opportunities, go to my Insta page at Meg J Berryman or www.beyondbeingwell.com